four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. Hello and welcome back to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. My name is Eric and with me today we have the wet socks that bother you for the rest of your trip, Jake. Hey there, hi there, ho there. We have splashing your friends when the crew explicitly told you not to, Brock. Hey, no one said it to me specifically. And we have the exciting drop at the end where you make a funny pose for the camera, Tanner. Gotta have some fun when you're dropping low. Take that from my life. (laughs) (laughs) These intros just get sloppier each time, and I like it more. Yeah. (laughs) If you have not caught on, today's episode is all about the log flume. The log flume is a slow-moving water ride, usually one vertical line of people. Uh, You go through like a themed experience, generally up some kind of ramp and there there's a drop involved i think with every log flume right i think that's something that we can all agree on uh examples of this would be like a pirates of the caribbean or the probably prime example would be splash mountain yes cool so we are bringing uh ideas and themes for log flume experiences today we're very excited anything you guys want to add before we jump into the pitch section i'm good to go Yeah, I think that was pretty concise. I think we can jump right in. It's the part where we make a pitch. Today we have going first, Brock. All right, friends and neighbors. So I'm pitching a log flume that's more of a log flume coaster. Now, this is a sort of hybrid that does exist. It just kind of, it's a faster log flume. It allows for a lot more up and down, twisty kind of movement while still keeping with a lot of the general principles. My log flume is going to be based around the Emperor's New Groove. Uh, now, in the film, you have you see a lot of that sort of the waterfalls flowing through the Golden City, the palace, all that sort of great imagery. Uh, a couple different times during the film, our heroes find themselves heading down waterfalls, down slides of water. Um, so that's definitely an idea that's kind of baked into the movie itself. So this ride takes place uh, a couple years after the events of the movie when Cusco has finally decided to build Cusco-topia. Now, this is a concept we talked about a little bit before, um, but we had these ideas separately. So, in my idea, Cusco-topia is, as he mentioned in the film, going to be a water park. Um, so, this is during the the building of Cusco-topia. Uh, this is going to be the first ride, and we are part of a tour group that has come as kind of the first wave of guests to experience the new ride while Cusco-topia is being built. And it's all about Cusco bragging about how smart he is and how brilliant this place is. And you see some of the characters from the from the ride. Uh, unfortunately. As we start down this ride, Yzma reappears in her cat form, come to take revenge on Cusco. She pulls a lever, we go off in the wrong direction, and everything goes wrong. Did anybody else think that Brock's pitch sounded suspiciously like the plot of the first Jurassic Park movie? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just don't know why everybody's trying to steal my vote by keeping on pitching my favorite Disney movie of all time. <laughs> I was going to say, Brock, how dare you again bring an Emperor's New Groove pitch to this podcast <laughs> and make Eric listen to it again and relive the trauma of people being like, hey, Eric, I think you might like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then bullying him when he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Eric truly is the victim in all this. They used to dress him up as Cusco and parade him around town saying, look, it's an emperor's new group. (laughs) It was humiliating. The only person more traumatized than Eric by Emperor's New Groove is Sting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think he, I think you're right about that's that. A, that's a deep cut, Tanner. <laughs> that is a deep reference, but I love it. If you that's, know, that's you reaching know. true Disney nerddom. Alrighty, folks. Looks like I am next. All right. In the pitch order. So for my log flume. We are going back to one of my personal favorite Pixar movies, one that I feel like does not get discussed nearly enough in the pantheon of upper-tier Pixar films, A Bug's Life. And we are going to do uh, a log through, log flume through P.T. Flea's Circus. Oh, cool. And uh, as we go through along and see like circus animatronics around us, and we have all the characters from the film interacting and giving us quippy lines and stuff, and then the grasshoppers descend, and physically, like, the idea would be to unpack, like, picking up the log, like, the ride that we're on, which would be shaped like a leaf. And nice. so they're picking up the leaf and dragging us up the the chains to get to the drop where we'd be freed and caught uh, by like a circus, like them holding out like a sheet is what you would see as you're falling down uh, to catch us as we enter the ride. Yeah. And it like breaks for a little bit and then we pull, plunge through the sheet into the water and Flick leads us home. Ah, nice. That is my. That's really neat. That is my log flim. Nice. I like it. Now, uh, Bugs Life is, you know, obviously has had some representation. I feel like the 4D show has, it's either been removed or it's time for it to go. It's still there, but with hardly any line ever. It's tough to be yeah. a bug, of course. It's still in Animal Kingdom. In DCA, there was, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't there like an entire section of Bugs Life-related stuff? There was a Bugs Land that they just recently got rid of to make way for Marvel stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it was all like little kid rides. Yeah, and then this weird show that like the main hook is that they like shot stuff out that smelled bad and you could feel the bugs on your butt and stuff yeah. like that. Really uncomfortable seating. <laughs> like, really <laughs> wildly uncomfortable. You mean feeling things on your butt is uncomfortable when you're trying to enjoy a show? <laughs> Bro, don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> All right. Next up we got Jake. That's me. So my pitch is there's an, there is an existing attraction, a beloved attraction by many, but it doesn't get enough love, which is Country Bear Jamboree. And I love Country Bear Jamboree, but it is it's dying. Nobody really goes anymore. They don't really upkeep it anymore. It's getting old. Um, and a lot of the newer generation finds it boring. It's not exciting enough for them, which is sad, but it is what it is. And they're wrong. Right. I think that Country Bear Jamboree 
perfectly fits the aesthetic of how I picture a log flume, like the country backwoods kind of a feel. That's how I picture a log flume. So I thought, why not put the two together? Let's have a country bear jamboree log flume. So you still have the songs and the puns and the animatronic bears and all the fun stuff that goes with that, but you're on this log. And maybe the um, story is that you're journeying out to find the bears in the wilderness. Instead of the bears have come to the humans and set up a theater, we as the humans are going to go find the bears. And it's the journey of going to find the country bear jamboree, and we encounter all this fun, crazy stuff on the way there while riding in our log. So it's like deliverance, but with the country bears? <laughs> oh, exactly. 100%. That is a really bad take. <laughs> Hey, I'm just saying, Liverlips McGraw has got a pretty mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Would I watch a deliverance featuring the Country Bears? 1,000% yes. As someone who loves the Country Bears and holds it very close to his heart, I would ask that we cut that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you made it, so we'll we'll see. So that is my pitch. I like it. I think that's fun. I love the country bears too. There's just something so pure about it. And I, I think a log film is a really good place for that kind of thing. Uh, what do you got for us, Tanner? All right. So my pitch is going to involve a film that will have you apologizing to your parents for growing up too fast. Of course, I'm talking about 1995's A Goofy Movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my pitch is going to be a ride down the rapids following Max and Goofy through the crazy fishing trip scene where they're riding on the top of their car through all of the stuff and the waterfall comes. So following that, as they're trying to navigate the river with animatronics of them in the big drop, of course, will be the scene where they land on the giant waterfall and shoot down. Uh, Of course, they end up parachuting. And my ride would end in a way where we'll figure this out exactly how, if this is what we pick, of getting to Powerline's concert to Uh, see them, (laughs) to witness Powerline, of course, singing eye to eye. (laughs) So that's my idea for my ride would be that rafting journey down through the end of the film where they end up getting to the concert. Nice. We'll get to this later, but the only way I'm voting that is if we can stop and watch the entire performance of eye to eye, like all three and a half (laughs) minutes of its glory. Oh, no, I think the last... (laughs) section of this ride is literally where the logs normally would back up and you'd be angry is literally just power lines eye to eye concert and nobody cares that they're waiting in this line any longer because why would you it's magnificent (laughs) it's the part where we do Q&A All right, so who's got questions? Uh, yeah, I've got a question for Jake. Yes. Um, so, the plot of the ride. Mm-hmm. We're going to find the country bears and yeah. obviously see them perform. But what about that uh, That concept uh, provides the twists and turns and the big drops that you expect in a log flume? What happens when the story of the ride to create the physical movement of the ride? Oh, to me, I was thinking we were literally the best way to get into the woods where the bears are is you have to raft down this river and it's just a, it's a treacherous river. That's all I was thinking. Nothing, okay. nothing more than, than the river you're 
I wasn't getting into any symbology bullshit, Mr. Prestigious no, Theater. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Wannabe major. I'm not saying river. That. You sit in a boat and you float. What the fuck do you want? I'm just saying if... <laughs> See, Brock does not understand the maison sans of what you're trying to talk about right now. Okay, well, I, I just, so I was wondering if there's a story other than we're on this river to see the bears and they're singing at us. That is what's happening. What is that story? Wait, okay. What more do you want? Well, I, do you want, like, one of the bears to be having an affair? Like, hey, <laughs> is this not dramatic hey, enough for yeah, you? you guys, the Sunbonnetrino are involved in court politics. <laughs> so Liverlips McGraw is stealing <laughs> Big Ale's wife, and they're having an yeah. affair. And also, uh, the Sunbonnet Trio was their children, so they're coping with yeah. this whole, like, family being in turmoil. Brock, yeah. does that make you happy yeah, with the cl- ride Clearly, now? this is the ride yeah, that Brock, Brock wanted. You're the one who said this was going to be deliverance, and you're asking about yeah, what, what story the hell? <laughs> Like it's deliverance, but it's a log flume with the country bears. In my head, I, I didn't clarify this, but I had kind of pictured maybe they're acting out some of the songs that they're singing. That doesn't necessarily add to the R part of the story. You know, like the bears are singing, all the guys that turned me on turned me down. During that segment, there's like the slideshow that's playing. Well, maybe instead of a slideshow, we're actually seeing the animatronics of that story or something like okay. that. So, yeah. did that answer your question? Yep. <laughs> You head. <laughs> Are there any more questions? So, Eric, about this Bugs Life ride. So, would it be like in the like city circus show that we that like we see at the beginning of the film? Because I think it'd be kind of cool to have a log flume ride. I think we normally associate with like country style stuff. So, incorporating some of that mix of obviously Bug yeah. City would be really fun and a unique flavor of a log ride. I think in my head it's it's definitely urban in its in its setting, right? So like where they they've set up a circus sort of wherever and it's you know the the rain like we're following down like like even the size of like a, a water that like a raindrops created down a sidewalk, right? Um, I know it's ants that they take over the trash can city, right? Um, that's not Disney. Yeah. That's- um, but it, the, obviously there are aesthetic similarities between the bug's life and ants and incorporating some of that urban feel to it so that like, yes, you're on a leaf, but you're looking around and like these towering buildings are part of like the aesthetic as you're looking above you, I think is something that I would want. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, well, and I was thinking at the at the, when you see that in that in the movie when they're in the Bug City, it's next to the trailer. Uh, it can be kind of next to a house, and maybe it's water from like a downspout or a hose, um, yeah. and then you kind of get that idea of the large human existence above us with the urban quote unquote urban sprawl of the insects down below and that way you can also get that fun effect where it's oh my gosh it's a giant shoe or a giant beer can or something Mm. Uh, (laughs) i think (laughs) well something like the shoe idea i think is super cool because you can include like animatronics of like the shoe like tipping over and falling and almost hitting you and like creating like mini drops in between there and stuff too right so it's not just the the one drop experience yeah using it's definitely the idea would be like the environment is fluid enough that 
there are like mini drops and stuff that before the last sequence. Yeah, yeah, I yeah think which is something really that I think like your Splash Mountain really uses well, and I'd like to incorporate that idea of multiple drops also for the psychological horror aspect of it yeah. where <laughs> yeah. it's just tormenting people who are afraid of the drop to keep thinking yeah. they've experienced it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so awesome. does anyone have any questions for me or brock or <laughs> or should we just go fuck ourselves <laughs> i want the leaning tower of chisa in the goofy movie right that's my question I want it. Yes. <laughs> Can we have it? My question for Tanner is, Tanner, we're following Max and Goofy. They're on top of their submerged car, correct? Yes. So what are we riding in? Oh, I think our ride vehicle is going to look the same as those. It might be different colors, but I love the idea of like the log that you're in looks like a submerged car that you're okay. sitting on the roof. So of. you're sitting on the top of a car. That's yeah. Cool. yeah that's, that's fun. Neat. Speaking of, I, I don't know if you mentioned this, Brock, but what is your ride vehicle? Um, okay. So the ride vehicle, I hadn't actually thought about the vehicle itself. What I was thinking about mostly was the, like the building. And so I think the design aesthetic you see in the film, there's that Incan architecture, that giant, palace that's like shaped like a face and that's where a lot of the log flume-esque sequences in the film take place around um coming going through and in and out of that sort of thing so i thought it would be cool if kuzugotopia was kind of shaped in that way that being said i haven't really considered the the vehicle i was kind of picturing maybe a a log-like vehicle but maybe it fits more with like the aesthetic of the the temples and everything like with the Mm -hmm. the way it's carved with like right angles and you know like almost like that swirly kind of a pattern um, yeah it's familiar with the rest of the movie maybe it's a gold colored i know it's not really the aesthetic this is much more of like a norwegian boat thing but like maybe like a boat with like a cusco as like where you like face at the end of, at the front of it oh like as the masthead like, yeah oh, that, i think that's great <laughs> that that's great because you could still carve it in the style of ink and art but just with that idea of a masthead that's Cusco's hilarious face, yeah and, and yeah and he would sure. totally do that okay i think all of those work very well any other questions i don't think so no? I am ready to vote. It's the part where we vote. Tanner, let's kick it off. All right. I am going to be voting for the Bugs Life ride. I think that's really fun. I enjoy that movie a lot. I think it's a unique way to incorporate a log flume that I wouldn't have thought of before. So I'm excited to talk about it more. Cool. Uh, I'll go next. I, I'm going to go with the country bears. I, uh, but what's I, the I, story? Think, <laughs> <laughs> that's something that I would like to talk about actually. Um, when I think of log flumes, I think of like timelessness, right? And, uh, there's, uh, in serenity in jolted eventually. And we'll talk about the jolt if we get there. Uh, but there is something very serene and timeless about the country bears that I think is uh, cool. And something about the music, maybe it's because I grew up on Splash Mountain and the music is closer uh, to that kind of feel. Yeah. But it reminds me of log flumes. And so that's I'd like to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake. Ooh man. I really liked all of the ideas. 
Oh, and I'm torn because I really want to see more of all of those things in the park. We need a better Bugs Life thing. We I need we need to see Goofy movie in the park. We definitely need Emperor's New Groove in the park. Oh man, I think I'm going to have to vote for the extremely not extremely for the Goofy movie ride. I think that would be fun to see more of that in the park. More Goofy oriented stuff. Okay. Yes. <laughs> No pressure, Brock. Yeah, it, I'm in the coveted <laughs> final vote with no votes spot. It happens a lot, though, and it really sucks. Yeah. It's yeah. happened to me at least once. I think it's happened to Eric at least once. Tanner, have you gotten yeah. it yet? I don't remember. It's happened to me twice. Twice? Oh, boy. Yeah. It's the kingmaker position where he gets to decide who runs the podcast for the rest of the day. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm actually torn, uh, and I was hoping that by now it would be clearer for me. Um, I'm very torn between uh, Bugs Life and Country Bears because I love Country Bears so much. All right, cool. Thank you, Brock. Go f*** yourself. I'm glad I didn't vote for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That being said, I wish that one of them had a bit more, mm, what's the word, (laughs) story. (laughs) So I'm going to vote for the Bugs Life log (laughs) food. To to want to be actually to honestly give my actual real answer is I really do want to talk about country bears, uh, but it's been a while since I've seen it, and so I have less going on in my brain about what to talk about country bears, and I just really have been vi- the idea of the small world that we're residing in in the bug's life has really uh, I think is really interesting and has a lot we can talk about. Yeah, that is cool. That's my truthful answer. I was just trying to give you a hard time. That's nice. I'll take the W for real or out of spite. Doesn't matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for this ride, I'm thinking. So one of the ideas that I had um, for the entrance, it's either like a circus tent or something like that to indicate that we're entering into PT Flea's circus. Or we could, we've talked about like the urban feel. Maybe we're entering the house. I don't know. Uh, but something that I had in mind was that the queue line kind of goes down and we're moving, uh, down further and the, um, each room that we're in, the scenery gets a little bigger. Uh, so we're giving the illusion of us becoming smaller without being heavy handed about any technology that's doing it, but we are, giving some sense that we're entering into the world of the insects without having to be like, we're in a shrinking machine kind of thing. Yeah. And then we get down, the leaf is our ride vehicle and we enter in. One of the things that I want to talk about is cool ways to incorporate newer technology. One of the things that log flumes I think suffer with nowadays is the fact that a lot of the animatronics feel antiquated and kind of slow and bulky and robot movie. So like when I, when I think of like a ladybug or like a circus, I think of a lot of like certain, like rolls and circular movement and that we can incorporate with like things jumping over the, the leaf as we're going around Mm -hmm. and um, like acrobats 
or flying insects flying above us or dangling above us as we're going through. So what are you guys' thoughts on that kind of thing, how we could incorporate that? Yeah, I think that's really cool. And, I mean, luckily with bugs, um, it's kind of fewer moving parts for a lot of them with animatronics. And they've done some really incredible animatronics and stunt animatronics that I think you can get some bugs doing some really fun, incredible stuff. Uh, as they go around. I think that's great. I guess my question is, uh, and I know this is this might be pre- preempting something you're about to say, but I'm still a little confused as to why we're in a boat at the circus. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, so I guess the story of that would be one of two things that we could decide on. Uh, one is this is a tour of the circus, and it just so happens that either like the water from the hose of the house has led, they've built like the circus around it. So we're touring it and seeing what it is, or this is a very specific sub event of the circus, uh, that involves like traveling through it. Um, like we're going to see like the acrobatic ladybugs or something, for example, and the way that they put on their show is having you travel through it would be the two things that come to mind for me. If something has something better, I'm all, I'm all ears. No, I think that's awesome. Which one? Both of them, to, frankly. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I I'm, think I, that the uh, first one is a little bit clearer for story purposes of a ride, of like yeah. we're going through the tour with the water. I think that's a little bit easier of a story to tell through theming of everything. I have to agree with that. A special circus Mm -hmm. event. It's easier for like your average like theme park going dad who's (laughs) not super paying attention uh, (laughs) on the uh, during the line is like okay yeah no we're at a circus I get this yeah and it gives us room for a couple of things it gives us room for a tour guide like a PT flea or a flick to lead us through and it gives us room for a lot of different variety of acts to see and I think that's what will make this ride special is the variety of insect based uh, circus acts that you can interact with one thing Mm -hmm. I think is very important that we get in the ride, whether it be on the ride or in the queue, is everyone's favorite part of It's Tough to Be a Bug is obviously the large dung ball uh, that you can wait. So I think we need a couple (laughs) of those around just to remind people of where we came from and where we're going. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could even be riding a dung beetle instead of a leaf. That's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> I am, of course, joking because looking back at photos, I was like, why is there a giant dung ball here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. I think it's pretty. I think it's part of the park beautification efforts. So I guess um, one of the issues that we could solve early on is, and I think it works with the queue line and the setting, is where in the human world is this located? Now, I think I'd like to pitch something. Tell me if it's too dumb or if it's a hat on a hat. But what if we are at, like, we are going into a circus tent and it's a circus, but then 
Perhaps mm. there's a video or something where we kind of see a pan down effect so we know exactly where in the circus the bugs are located. I don't know when that would be. Yeah. I still like the cue of everything getting bigger. But that way it's kind of like the humans are having their circus and the bugs are having theirs. Um, so we kind of get that double that. effect. I think that's, yeah, that could be cool. I think that's very clean, too. Because if you're just like walking into a house that doesn't make a ton of sense so Mm -hmm. um i think that's very well aesthetically unified and gives us some really fun ideas to play with with the cue line say like there's like a like a lion or something from the human circus that just every room you're seeing it walk by and it's just bigger and bigger and bigger and you're like what the hell is going on (laughs) until we have like the bugs equivalent of a lion and it's just like an ant that's walking by that's human size and you're like oh my god that's great i love that i think it would also be cool for the ride you know like maybe someone spilled some soda and that affects things or like uh some popcorn or a ticket could the river be spilled soda pop and that we're riding down since we're not in a house anymore uh, it wouldn't maybe make sense to have like a hose there, but like some sort of spilled drink is what we're riding down. And maybe like their version of a tent is like one of those like red and white striped uh, discarded like popcorn bags that we keep seeing yeah, like get the, larger the and larger or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. in the yeah. Uh, in the in the film, P.T. flees like little circus cart that he rolls around it with is a, an old box of animal crackers that yeah. has the red and white stripes. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think that's kind of perfect fitting like one of those popcorn buckets that he like cut a hole in and that's the tent. Um, yeah. The one thing I would say is with the spilled drink, um, would it, this, this might be a stupid question, but like, I feel like I would be on the ride like, man, that cup was really full. When's it going <laughs> like, to? Brock, you're the size of an ant. I, yeah. I, like I said, it, it might be a stupid question. I think I think this I don't think it's a stupid question. I think you can confine the general experience of the the floating part of the ride and viewing out into the circus within the scope of an ant and a spilled drink mm-hmm. um, because if you're looking off into the distance or whatever distance it is and seeing circus things go on and not have the whole circus happening around you to give the sense of like wow this really did happen all in like a spilled drink that's a lot um, yeah I think that could work. Um, certainly some effects need to happen on top of you. Um, and I love, I love the idea of the incorporated into a human circus. Cause I'm seeing stuff like discarded peanut shells mm-hmm. falling from like the ceiling. And then that's causing like further drops, right? Like, Oh, we got to get out of the peanut shell. I have a question actually. Um, if it's at a circus, what if the ride vehicle, instead of being a leaf is like half a peanut shell? Ooh, yeah. That'd be cool. Like a, yeah. Like hollow half of peanut shell. I think that's great. I, and the other thing, uh, just the follow-up on the drink thing is, I think it's a really cool idea, but what if there were, like, it happened, like, there was a drink and there was also this other thing, and so the river wasn't just the one beverage. It was a couple different things that all spilled together. Yeah, I agree, because I, as you were talking about the 
like drink maybe not being enough. I was like, what if at one point leading to one of the bigger drops is like it gets hosed off? Like that yeah, area yeah. that we're riding in gets sprayed off and oh no, now we're shooting fast. Yeah. And I yeah, I think any modern log flume that's being built now has to be sort of what Brock was talking about with his uh, with his pitch is it has to be incorporating multiple different style of ride elements like there's extra thrills other than just like a dark ride and a drop and I think incorporating the the, the hose spraying off is an excellent excellent way of doing that with and then the climactic thing with the grasshoppers is its own sort of entity tell me if this is too ambitious I don't know what technology exists today but like say part of the ending of the ride is us running into something like a shoe or anything that can be worked out later and then like we bonk and like there's been like a small section of running away from the grasshoppers and then that like they lift us literally kind of up like on an elevator and then so it's not like that kind of 30 degree angle up right with the click 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 we're obviously on about to go on like a drop kind of thing and it's like its own little elevator that brings up like latches onto a different part of the track and then drops us as we're saved is that like way way out there or is that something i think that's actually possible i i don't know i don't understand the log flume ride system well enough but as far as i know that should be possible I don't see why it I'm going to say that I don't know what the exact technology for it would be is, but I think we could, with development time, simulate something simu- similar to that at least. Yeah. yeah. Whereas even if it's not completely just up, just the log, something where things are lifted a certain way and takes yeah. you almost to maybe like a secondary flume track is kind of how yeah. I would imagine that working is like, your wa- that water that we just went through would be done in this lift would take us to a secondary track almost. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the idea and that's where the the drop would happen is on that secondary track. Yeah, I think that's brilliant and uh, that's certainly something you could do. It could be and that could happen possibly, you know, more than once. It's a circus, so you could do it with a balloon or the grasshoppers grab you and do something like that. And I think that gives you a lot of different ways to play with it. And I agree that especially at the scale we're looking at the that upward click 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 uh 30 degree angle doesn't really make a lot of sense mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh so i think finding those creative ways to just go straight up like you said that that's i think an amazing idea that would really set mm-hmm. this right apart yeah yeah i would that that would be awesome there is an actual boat elevator on the great loop which my dad and mom will be going on uh, when That's they do their true. Great Loop trip. So I was trying to Google where it's at and try to like send you a picture of it. But if they can actually do a boat elevator for boats, mm-hmm. you know, like 40-foot boats, yeah. I can't imagine why it wouldn't be possible for a log flume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that becomes an important element of this this ride, uh, is that that is the conceit. Anytime we're moving up, either after a drop to get us back to level or to lead into big drops. That is the, uh, the conceit, the uh, technological conceit behind how we get there, um, which is what elevates this above other 
other rides, right? Yes. All right. That's why we go on the Bugs Life ride as opposed to other things. So I think this this ride is really cool. Um, so we're going through the the circus. It's PT Fleas doing uh, these incredible displays of bug acrobatics and fun circus acts, and we get to see all the characters from the circus characters from the movie. Uh, you mentioned the grasshoppers. Uh, so at what point? Uh, so I guess what is their role to to you in your idea? So one of the things one of the things that I really like particularly about the idea of the spray down with the hose um, is that sends us off of the track of the the intended guide path. So I'm thinking about the first two thirds of the ride are going down. There's obviously like some minor uh, environmental hazards that we're encountering that cause us to either like swoop left and right or go down some extra stuff to, um, to do things. But then the, you can kind of hear from a distance, like large footsteps be like, Oh, what's this? And it blows us off track. Mm-hmm. Um, and, there can be little tidbits or something, uh, little breadcrumbs along the way that PT Flea has said that this is like that they've done like grasshopper proofing, so you don't have to worry about going along this track. But once we're blown off, you can he'd be like, "Oh no, oh no, we're out of the grasshopper proofing zone," or some, something like that. Or they're coming; they've spotted us from like our hidden vantage point. And then the last third ish, maybe less, maybe fourth, um, they're chasing us and you can kind of hear them getting closer and closer and closer and then we bonk up against whatever this is uh rock trash can somebody's foot doesn't matter and then they catch up to us um because they're grasshoppers and they're evil in this universe for mm-hmm. some reason <laughs> uh they <laughs> Here's an idea that's, that could in- intensify things as well as maybe uh, do a little extra story. Like, say, like, part of this uh, thing is the gra- grasshoppers have been brought into the fold with the bugs in the circus, and they're lifting us up and stuff, and we're running away from, like, hornets or wasps or something. And those are the things that catch up to us. I think that's fun because at the end of the movie, you know, they're the bad guys and they all get scared away, but it would be fun to later on see, like, Oh, we're all friends now. We've all learned to live together. What I would say is I think it'd be neat instead of like if the whoever the bugs are, the bad bugs that we end up in their turf or whatever, whoever they are, instead of being like evil, oh, we're villains. What if they're just kind of like messing with you, like they're bullies, like, oh, what do we got here? Ha, let's let's move them. Let's fly them up and drop them into this puddle over here. Ha, hey, I'm a bug. Yeah. <laughs> they're like a rival gang. Da-da, yeah. <laughs> I think that's great, honestly, because, like, I do – I think when you're thinking about a log flume, I don't think you're thinking of anything – like wicked intense, like this people are going to try and eat you. So I think the, the more like cartoony bullying thing, I think works really well. Yeah. And so I think introducing a new bug type, like a wasp or a hornet. I think wasps and hornets are perfect for that. And we can add that effect to the seats of the (laughs) ride where they sting you in the butt. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just yeah, have some just needles like a... that actually come up through the seat. <laughs> 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 and 
and then we release real hornets out of the front yeah. of the ride vehicle. <laughs> Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. And I really like the idea of incorporating the grasshoppers in a less antagonistic way, too. I think that's very cool. What else do we need? I think we should probably refine the drop a little bit. I know you said we fall through the parachute. Or that doesn't. So one of the things that could be incorporated with with what Brock's talking about is we are being dropped into a different puddle. Yeah, I think that works. That actually is much cleaner. Okay. Yeah, um, I like that. And that gives us the reason to splash too, outside of like the attempt to save our lives failed. Also, can we maybe try to incorporate Flick flying that giant bird? To scare away the wasps, because Ooh, that thing no I way. think would be super cool to see as a giant action set piece. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and maybe that's something that could be like set up as like, and then like PT Flea is kind of like hinting at our grand finale, and you like kind of see it in the background, and he's like, "No, cover that up," and like you see them like throwing curtains over. So at the beginning, they set up, "Here's that bird. They're going to do something cool with it," and then they come in to rescue us with it later. Almost like at the end of the Jurassic Park ride, like the T-Rex that came out, I'm just picturing a giant bird flick swinging out and scaring away the bees (laughs) would be a super cool, like, oh, hey, look at that. Ah! <laughs> like yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, that would and be that neat. gives us a little moment. So, like, the elevator takes us up, mm-hmm. and then we're on a little bit more of a flume style thing. Mm-hmm. We can try and hide the water or whatever so it yeah. doesn't like look like water. But that gives us room for that set piece to happen while they're taking us to where we're going. And we see them swoop in and save the day and then knock them off course, and then we fall down yeah. into the. Um, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I really was thinking like maybe idea. maybe the wasps drop us. They like take us to like this like stream that's a hose water or something where they know we're going to drop. We do the big drop and then that's when we're rescued. It would be after the drop where they scare off the bad guys cuz it, it feels like, "Hey, we're rescuing you." Oh no, you're falling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know which of the two is cleaner. Yeah, well, I, don't I think know. I think you can have like a like PT flea afterwards being like, "Oh, well, we knew you'd fall in the puddle." <laughs> like, well, yeah, we yeah. knew you'd be. Yeah, fine. but he's like sweating yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah, like him and because he's kind him of and like Flicker a, obviously like. <laughs> we knew you'd be okay. Because Flick's <laughs> kind of still a screw up at his core, and PT flea just kind of seems sleazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to the point where he'd feel like a little he, okay gambling our lives away. Yeah, that was definitely the plan all along. <laughs> so here's a cool idea that we could add onto that. So you know, you just know Heimlich. Yeah. Oh yeah, Heimlich. Yeah. The beautiful um, butterfly. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Like so, Flick and PT are having their conversation, right? Being like, "Yeah, we totally knew that that wouldn't happen." And he comes and he's like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> and, and have like like one of those cute little moments for the kids, right? Yeah. I think as that. <laughs> Last little beat, I mm-hmm. think, would be really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So let's walk through the so and then the exit queue would be into obviously gift shop, Jake. Don't even don't even worry about that. Um, Just making sure. <laughs> we're gonna deal that sweet, <laughs> yeah. sweet merch, Jake. <laughs> so where do you guys see this ride? Like where do you like I don't necessarily have like uh, a land or park in mind for it. Obviously, there's some Animal Kingdom tie-ins with uh, the uh, bug part of it. 
there have been plenty of places that they've put other shitty Bugs Life attractions that have nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys see it? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking will, because initially my thought was Animal Kingdom because of the bugs, but like the setup that we're describing, I feel like might not perfectly fit there and it's not as clean as just replace it because the theater that it's tough to be a bug in i think is right in the tree it is yeah yeah i mean there's plenty of space in that area that you could take out to do it like including the theater but that it wouldn't be a replacement it would be a demolition into something new yeah that'd be pretty much impossible to do now because the park is built around that tree. icon of the park which is weird that that's like part of the icon of the park is it's yeah. tough to be a pug. But I feel like <laughs> yeah. there's probably an area somewhere in Animal I have Kingdom a, where we can make that work. I was thinking either Animal Kingdom or DCA. Oh, I actually it could work near Pixar Pier in DCA. Right. That's what I was kind yeah. of thinking. But my out there out there pitch was um, the Dumbo ride. Currently, it uh, exists with those buildings that are the large circus tent style buildings. It looks like two, and that's you go inside, that's where the right. queue is, all that sort of thing. What we could do is add a third one near there that houses the, the Bugs Life ride, so it's kind of fitting that aesthetic. It feels like it's part of the other circus tents. It's oh, all yeah, connected. Oh, yeah, Storybook sure. Circus type area yeah. that they have yeah, yeah. that could work yeah, and too heck it could be the same circus you know it could be the hypothetical yeah. storybook circus um but just especially now that we fixed dino land and we need somewhere else to be our own little private circus <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> section yeah i think but honestly you know dino land agnostic i think that's a great idea um and so that would put us what in fantasy land uh yeah, yeah that's if, no if you go with dumbo yeah dumbo's in fantasy land yeah. If we're going with this kind of ambitious idea, we could actually like combine maybe the exits to Dumbo and the Bugs Life into like its own Fantasyland store thing. Yeah, because there's, there's a big the gift circus. shop in one of those circus tents. You could just exit into that somehow. Yeah. And then give the gift shop a little retheming to circus stuff. Yeah. And then make. Yeah. Make that whole area just the Fantasyland Circus. I like that a lot, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, I mean, the whole section, I think, is called, like, Storybook Circus right now, so it would totally yeah. fit yeah. with the theming it's of like it. A, it's like a subsection of Fantasyland for yeah. the more yeah. circus theme. So, uh, it's kind of like where Toontown was. So we could make the circus that, like, the big circus Dumbo Circus, right? <laughs> like, that could be, like, the, the human-sized thing, and then we're like, oh, no, there's this other way that we're becoming small. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, we just put two circuses in the same place, and it's going to look like it's the same circus. Yeah. Like, we don't yeah. even have to address it, but it's just a really cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People will be like, hey, you want to yeah. go to those rides in the circus part? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love yeah. that. I think that's super cool. So let's walk through what we have. We have So we have a circus-themed area. Um, that's our ride queue. Are the entrance to the ride, the ride queue is moving down and everything's getting bigger. We have some sort of representation of that. I kind of like the lion into like a small, like a bug size kind of thing um, that people are like having jump through hoops. And by the time we get to the bottom of the line, it's like a little like roly poly jumping through a hoop that's the same size as a lion or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, and then we're riding in a discarded circus thing, like a peanut shell, mm-hmm. um, taking a tour through PT Flea's circus, uh, 
riding on spilled, like a series of spilled drinks that they've kind of turned into a path. Yeah. Above us, we see acrobatics uh, using really cool animatronic things. The circus story is being told. Uh, and then we are blown off of the path by a water burst um, where we are picked up by uh, sort of Jets versus Sharks bully <laughs> hornets. Lifted up an elevator, not a, not a traditional chain lift, up an elevator where we then have um, Flick riding a bird, which has been introduced as part of the circus section, uh, to save the day, knocking us off of the hornets, landing in a puddle, Flicking PT are like this totally happened the way we planned it to, and Heimlich's like you guys are idiots. Uh, and then we exit into the circus thing. I think this is super cool. I, I love yeah, this. Yeah, I really love this. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see in the world where this is actually happening. I'm excited to see a better Bugs Life representation than what we had in the past. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> still have it, Jake. You well, cannot was, will the death of bugs. Like I, it's tough to be a bug in your life. I was thinking about the stuff at uh, DCA that got removed. Oh yeah, like Heimlich's, yeah. Heimlich's choo-choo train or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, like hopping things yeah. or whatever they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's great. Thank you guys so much for helping me flesh this out. Yes, I had well, a ton of fun doing it. Yeah, I think it really turned into something really cool that was an awesome idea eric and not at all like what i pictured a bug's life when i just saw the title of that yeah. as your pitch <laughs> yeah, i was like whoa it. that's not what i was expecting at all but i think it turned into something really fun and i love when that happens yeah me too and i love the incorporation of the full circus land i think that's that in the elevator makes this something that I am particularly sad that we'll never see happen in real yes. life. Yeah. Yeah. Where else are we going to find an elevator? <laughs> <laughs> All right, gang. I think that means we're ready for something. I think it's time. The lightning round. The lightning round. Kapow. It's the lightning round. All right, let us spin the wheel of lightning. Today, we are doing a re-theme of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. We need to make it fit Toy Story. Don't all jump at once. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry, guys. I'll uh, go first here, I'm sure. That's what the uh, (laughs) randomizer will decide. Actually, it's going to be Jake this time. Oh, it is. Oh, good. I'm going to go for the low-hanging fruit here, and um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, the car, is now going to be RC. That's right. It's going to be the end of Toy Story 1 as we frantically drive through the streets trying to catch up with the moving van and try to avoid traffic. We're going to have to swerve all over the place, and the different rooms will become different areas of the neighborhood as we try to catch up to the moving van and to Andy's mom's minivan because uh, we don't want to be lost toys anymore. That is my pitch. That is 30 seconds. Bam. Okay. All right. Who's next? Nicely done. It's me. So we're going a little dark this time. We are going to be escaping Sid's house of horrors uh, with all of the weird creations that Sid has been making, like that weird doll on the spider legs and stuff like that. 
Uh, we are going to be on an awkwardly slow-moving vehicle as we attempt to escape Sid's house and eventually break through to the light of day. Uh, but then, like as like the fire section for Mister Toad, it's going to be like Sid holding a lighter above us. That's my thirty seconds. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Brock. All right, so we are going to be following the heroes as they try to escape from Sunnyside Daycare uh, in. Uh, Toy Story 3 um, so we're going to be probably on uh, RC again as a ride vehicle sorry to steal that um, but I was thinking uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride has that section where you go to hell and that perfectly corresponds to the section in Toy Story 3 where the toys are about to be incinerated um, so Mother we follow through fucker. yeah and then we go into an incinerator you dumb bitch I hate you I hope you die <laughs> Why are you so mean to everybody in this podcast, Brock? You're a monster. Tanner, I would just like to welcome you to going last. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's fine. True. I he totally have know. another uh, pitch in mind. <laughs> okay, so for my pitch, we're going to be looking at the climax of Toy Story 2, where instead of driving on RC because that feels a little derivative. Our toys will be navigating the luggage belts as they try to fight off uh, the weird pickaxe man that I can't remember his name right now, the prospector. Stinky but yeah, Pete. so that's going to be my ride. Boom. Fuck you guys. I'm out. That's great. Stink- I love that, actually. Pete, voiced by Kelsey Grammer. I really liked that we each focused on a different, very different aspect of the trilogy. And yes, mm-hmm. I say trilogy because yeah. I don't acknowledge Toy Story 4. I was not a fan of that movie. I like Forky. My difficulty here is I've, I've never been on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I, I don't yeah, know much exactly. about it. Yeah, exactly. I don't it. know anything else. I just knew about Hell, which made me think of the incinerator, <laughs> too. Same. <Yeah. laughs> but my whole ride was going to be the incinerator. <laughs> yeah, the problem with RC as a vehicle to replace Mr. Toad is Mr. Toad goes really slow. Oh, well, yeah. obviously... Obviously, I would speed it up, (laughs) (laughs) which would be insanely disorienting considering how many times that ride like curves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it moves probably like five miles an hour. So it's Mr. Um, Toad's wildly slow ride. (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Toad's gentle ride to hell. (laughs) Yeah. Where it gets wild is where he goes to hell. That's the part that's wild about it. Which is really dark. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's a dark Especially because that's not in the movie. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? All right. Oh, good lightning round, guys. Why are, we were so worried going in episode one that lightning rounds were going to be terrible. Yeah. And we'd have to scrap the whole idea. And they're consistently really good. Yeah. Yeah. Or really fun, (laughs) at least. They're consistently (laughs) fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And don't forget to vote on our Twitter polls for which lightning round attraction you'd like to see us come back to at a later date. Well, we're on this log flume, guys. Uh, Well, they gave you that nice Ziploc bag, Jake. You better stick the Facebook in there. Do you mean Facebook.com slash Main Street Musings? Oh, Tanner, watch out. Our Instagram's gonna get all wet. Oh no, main underscore street underscore musings is soaking now. Eric, you weren't looking. You dropped the uh, Twitter right in the water. Ah, at MSM underscore podcast. Wet just the way we like it. And I'm Brock. (laughs) 
Brock, aren't you supposed to say something? Oh yeah, everyone, make sure to rate, review, and give us five stars. There you go. Thanks, man. Yeah, all right, that's the thing. All right. That was our well, episode, thanks for listening, guys. Everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. Yeah. Sorry, Brock sucks sometimes. Why? <laughs> Why do you suck? We don't know. You were just born this way, I guess. <laughs> and I would know. He's real I'm not the pizzas, guys. Here. It's not anything to do with you. He's just upset about pizza.